This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Simone Zaziaris. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 25th of May. In your Squiz today, a mid-flight crackdown from Belarus authorities. Labor MP Joel Fitzgibbon threatens to quit. Samoa's political crisis deepens. And one for the ages. This is your Squiz today. Starting in Belarus, where authorities yesterday forced a flight travelling from Athens to Lithuania to land so that they could arrest outspoken journalist Roman Protasevich, who was on board the flight. Just before the plane was to cross into Lithuanian airspace, its crew received an order to turn around because of a possible bomb threat. But that, Claire, seems to have all been a ruse to detain the rebel journo. Yeah, that's certainly what critics are saying. They're saying that Belarus's president, Alexander Lukashenko, even though he ordered a fighter jet to escort the plane to land in Minsk because of that bomb threat, probably made all of this up just to get their hands on this journalist. Roman Protasevich is an outspoken journalist. He is someone who has run a very popular social media channel in Belarus that really does give anti-government demonstrators and activists a channel to organise and to also share their ideas. He fled the country in 2019 fearing arrest, but he seems to have got on the Lukashenko regime's nerves, continuing to live in exile in Lithuania, and they've now got their hands on him. Yeah, Lukashenko has been in power since 1994, but he's really cracked down on opposing voices since his election win in August last year, a result widely seen as rigged. His actions on Sunday have caused quite a stir among global leaders, Claire. Yeah, certainly have. And currently, as we record, the European Union is meeting to talk about more sanctions for Belarus. Belarus is already living under quite serious sanctions, including President Lukashenko. They can't travel. They've also had assets frozen. Uh, They've continued to cause concern, not just for Europe, but also to the West more broadly over the way that they've handled that election result. And as you say, a crackdown on uh, locals who do show any dissent. Yeah, several international airlines, including Germany's largest airline and the flag carrier of the Netherlands, have said they'll avoid Belarus's airspace in light of the events. Back home in Australia, Melbourne is bracing for bad coronavirus news with four fresh locally transmitted cases reported in the city's north yesterday. Thousands of people who have been exposed are isolating and officials are cracking on with tracing. It's prompted a gentle reminder, Claire, from Australia's Chief Medical Officer, Paul Kelly. Yeah, it has. He says it's a reminder that COVID is still with us and that anyone who's eligible to get a COVID vaccination should really crack on with that. He also said yesterday that there's new advice from the official experts that says that anyone over 50 should be able to roll up their arm and get the AstraZeneca vaccine safely. Further afield in India, the coronavirus death toll passed 300,000 yesterday. The country continues to grapple with the crisis as well as rising cases of a rare black fungus infection. 
Labour MP Joel Fitzgibbon has threatened to quit the party unless it better connects with blue-collar workers. His comments come clear after his party's heavy loss in the Upper Hunter by-election on Saturday. Yeah, he really unleashed yesterday. He said that Labour risks going the way of the Kodak brand, which isn't really a good outcome, but what he says is that it all has to do with Labour's policies for blue-collar workers. He says that that by-election in New South Wales on the weekend in the seat of Upper Hunter shows that Labor's policies aren't connecting with its base, with those workers in areas like his that are involved in mining. Uh, That result yesterday prompted a real turn for Labor to look at itself. Uh, What Joel Fitzgibbon says is that the party needs to wake up to itself. Uh, For his part, though, Labor's leader, Anthony Albanese, said that some perspective was needed. And that's because the region had not been held by Labor for more than 90 years. He also pointed to recent Labor victories in Queensland and Western Australia. Australian of the Year Grace Tame has criticised Senator Amanda Stoker, who was recently appointed Assistant Minister for Women, saying she's not an adequate person for the job. While it's unusual, Claire, for the serving Aussie of the Year to be that direct about senior government members, it's not the first time Tame has spoken up about Stoker's new role. No, and there's a very real connection for Grace Tame to Amanda Stoker. What Grace Tame said in an episode of the Batuta Advocate podcast that was released yesterday was that Amanda Stoker had aligned herself with the commentator Bettina Arndt. And Bettina Arndt is someone in Tame sites because she's a men's rights commentator and she had publicly sympathised with Grace Tame's abuser. So if you're with me, that's why Grace Tame really doesn't have much time for Amanda Stoker. Her comments come as officials yesterday said there have been no changes to security protocols at Parliament House since former Liberal staffer Brittany Higgins' alleged rape. Prime Minister Scott Morrison yesterday hit back at criticisms, saying steps are in place. He said a report will be with him very shortly and an independent complaints process will be in place this year. To Samoa now, and last week we spoke about the nation getting its first female Prime Minister, Fiame Naomi Mata'afa, but things are looking difficult for her with the former Prime Minister not quite ready to give up the reins. Yeah, more than not quite ready to give up the reins. They've locked her out of the parliament building on the day that was meant to be her swearing-in ceremony. That was yesterday. Uh, What that has prompted is a round of concern uh, from countries like Australia who are calling on Samoa's institutions to really respect what has been decided there in the courts. Foreign Minister Maurice Payne called for calm and said that Australia has faith in Samoa's institutions, including the judicial which really is a prod in their direction to say, get on with it. Mata Arthur's appointment will end the current Prime Minister's 22-year-long reign as leader. I'm sure our listeners in Western Australia are well across this already, but the coldest temperatures in a year are sweeping through the south of the state. It's already brought hail and the first snowfall of the year to some areas. Yeah, I'm sorry, Western Australians. It shows what an east coaster I am. I didn't know that it snowed in Western Australia, but that is exactly what happened uh, yesterday. The Bluff Knoll in the Stirling Range received its first snowfall. Also, there's been hail there, temperatures in the low teens today. There's going to be strong winds as well, so it doesn't really sound particularly great over in the west today. Uh, That cold front is, though, going to make its way east. 
it is, and there's been winds in Melbourne overnight. Not feeling the cold, though, are Brisbane and Darwin, where it will be blue skies and sunshine this week. Lucky ducks. A bit politics heavy today, Claire, so ending on a sporting triumph. Golfer Phil Mickelson has won the US PGA Championship, becoming the oldest major winner of all time. He's 50 years old. 50 years old doesn't seem that old to me (laughs) as I sort of march on through my 40s. But yes, what he said yesterday is that it was really something uh, for the older people. Uh, Of course, you have to work a bit harder, he said, but it showed his victory uh, that if you really want to apply yourself and work that hard, that you can still achieve whatever goal it is that you set your mind to. Sounds like he had some pretty good support with him with his brother close by taking on the role of caddy. Finally, Claire, squeeze the day, and it's hard to look past this one. It's National Wine Day. <laughs> yeah, look, it's a bit early in the week for me. This early morning <laughs> podcasting thing really has cramped my wine style, I have to say. But look, it's something maybe to bookmark and come back to later in the week. Uh, for me, I've got this string of birthdays. It's Stevie Nicks, Lenny Kravitz, Helena Bonham Carter, and Lauren Hill's birthday today. That's a fairly illustrious lineup. <laughs> Popular day for a birthday. That's all from us today. Kate will be back with you tomorrow. So until next time. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN. NordVPN.com forward slash squiz today.